Hello everyone, thank you for joining us for the Football Betting Podcast once again and he is back. It's the return of my co-host Mr Thomas Walker. Good to have you back my friend. That is it's very dramatic, not going to lie to you, the, <laughs> the intro, but yeah, uh, actually really happy to be back. Um, nothing serious has happened in my life, just got incredibly busy um for a couple of weeks and pod had to take a back seat but honestly i listened to both shows that you did i don't think you need me moving forward to be honest with you (laughs) don't be silly of course i do it was weird it was a very weird experience when you've been podding with somebody else for what we've done seven years now best yeah yeah and then to do it on your own is strange i honestly thought you did a great job yeah, it's just a lot easier with somebody else to like rebound off, you know, and converse with rather than just me going, uh, next one, uh, next one, uh, next one. <laughs> Listen, if 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 it was just you every single week, I'm not sure I'd stick with it forever, but I really enjoyed it as a change of pace. Thank you. I'll take your compliment. Thank you, mate. Good to have you back. Um, it's a pretty much standard show today. Uh, we're going to go through... The Premier League, the Championship, League One and League Two, picking out our betting highlights and then we'll wrap it all up in a bomb-proof treble at the end. And Before we start, we'll give a quick shout out to our sponsors at Quiff. You can find them at quiff.com and you can bag yourself a bet 10, get £30 surprise bet um, if you use the sign-up code in the podcast show notes or the one that we'll give out on social media. Um, Quiff is the only website where your bets can be supercharged. So any bet that you place has the opportunity to be quiffed or supercharged, which is where the odds change and uh, they're much much bigger than the initial odds. Um, that can happen on singles. It can happen on accumulators. It can happen on 10p stakes. It can happen on £10 or £100 stakes. So any bet that you put on has the opportunity for the odds to be massively boosted or, or slightly boosted. Uh, such is the the fun of betting with Quiff. You never know if you're going to get that supercharge. And if you do get a big one, you know, you could get massively inflated odds um, compared to what they should actually be. So check them out at quiff.com. But without any further ado, then let's dive straight into the Premier League, shall we, Tom? Um, I think there's a fair few things to sink our teeth into in the Prem this weekend. On Saturday, we've got a raft of games. I'll go first then. Yeah. Um, and I'll cover off the Newcastle Wolves uh, game. So that's one of those three o'clocks that I just mentioned. And I am going to go for Wolves to score two or more goals, which is priced at 2.4. Um, Newcastle have been involved in lots of games with lots of goals recently, especially in the league. So Newcastle's last eight Premier League games have all been both teams to score and over 3.5 goals, which is a remarkable kind of run of of form, really. So the obvious selection here, again, is is both teams to score and over 2.5 or over 3.5 goals. But the rate that Newcastle are conceding goals, in eight of those games, they've conceded at least two, seven times. So defensively, they're really, really struggling at the moment. So Wolves, again, the opposition to score two or more goals, uh, 2.4, considering how frail Newcastle are at the back, I think is a fantastic bet to go for. 
Um, Wolves, we know, are on a very good run of form. They've won four of the last five. They've already got recent wins away at Spurs, where they won 2-1, and away at Chelsea, uh, where they won 4-2. So they're both in February. They've proven they can go away to these big stadiums against sides that should be near the top of the league, the so-called bigger sides in the division, and get results and get goals. So, yeah, for me here, Wolves to get over over 1.5. Amazing. I'm going to visit Chelsea. They are away at Brentford. They're priced at 2.15. And for me, it's on Chelsea's kind of recent away record. Uh, that I am backing them for. And then I'm going against Brentford, who are on an unbelievably bad slide. They've got the fourth worst record over the last eight games. And uh, over the last uh, six of them, they've only managed one win and five defeats. Um, They're really in a bit of a pickle at the moment. And uh, definitely within that uh, relegation conversation, and yeah, Chelsea uh, in their last three away games, a win away at Villa in the FA Cup, a win away at Palace on Monday Night Football, and then a draw away at Man City where I thought they played really well. Um, obviously, uh, you know, the, the they were the, the meme club of the week, weren't they, as they lost to Liverpool's uh, kids in the Carabao. But honestly, I, I thought they had more than enough chances to win that game. And then they beat a very impressive lead side 3-2 in the FA Cup at home. So to get Chelsea above evens against a, a team really struggling at the moment and, and in the thick of the relegation battle, I think it's a really good price and could kind of be a, a hindsight price where we look back and kind of everyone wishes that they backed them. I know mm. there's always a risk back in Chelsea because, you know, they are such a hashtag project, but... They should have enough for me. Okay. Um, The three o'clock between Spurs and Palace is where I'm going to look next. Um, You know I love a good trend. Mm. 15 of the last 16 Tottenham Premier League games have been both teams to score and over 2.5 goals. So once again, over 2.5 and both teams to score is where we're going to look here. It's priced at 1.86, so it's quite a juicy price for something that's happened in 15 of 16 games. Um, Spurs being the home side, of course, they're going to go out on the front foot uh, and try and attack and win this game. And Palace, fresh off a 3-0 win in their first game under uh, Oliver Glasner as their new man in charge. Once again, going to be looking to uh, build upon that and push themselves further away from relegation too. And They'll have seen teams, like I mentioned, Wolves previously, come to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and get a result. So, um, yeah, with Tottenham's frailties in defence, but obvious, obvious capabilities with scoring goals, once again, I could see goals in this one. So both teams to score and over 2.5 is the selection to continue the trend. The second shortest price of the weekend. This weekend is Liverpool away at Forest. I'm not going to spend too much time on it. I thoroughly expect... Liverpool to go there and get the win. I mean, there is a question of how long can this continue? Uh, I don't think this can continue forever, uh, you know, with Liverpool winning with so many uh, injured players and missing players, but they seem to be getting it done at the moment. And I don't see Nottingham Forest putting up enough of a challenge. Forest out at sixes uh, and for good reason. I think uh, that kind of 
city ground force field um where they had uh, last season a, a 1-0 victory over liverpool at the city ground feels like a lifetime ago and liverpool shouldn't have any issues yep agreed um i also want to look at the 5:30 have you done with the 3 o'clock yep. yeah yeah 5:30 luton at home to aston villa so what i'm going to go for here is Luton to have six or more corners. Uh, it's priced at 2.2. And when Luton play at home, corners is the name of the game. So I'm just going to read you out some of Luton's recent home fixtures and how many corners they had. So most recently, they played at home to Manchester United, eight corners. At home to Sheffield United, the game before that, 13 corners. At home to Brighton before that, seven corners. At home to Chelsea before that, Seven corners, at home to Newcastle before that. Six corners. You get the drift. When they play at Kenilworth Road, they get lots of corners. I expect the same again here against Villa. We've seen it time and time again, even against good sides when they come to uh, come to Kenilworth Road. So for Luton to get six or more, it's 2.2. Of course, you know, you can see the stats. I read out a few of them there. Um, if you want to go higher than that, seven plus corners, eight plus corners, etc., that, that then obviously increases the odds to 3.5s and 4.5s, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, conservatively for me, six or more corners for Luton at 2.2. Wow, that's research. Hashtag. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good man. Uh, I'm going to go for something a little more straightforward. It, it's Aston Villa to win and both teams to score. Luton's defensive record recently, bloody hell. This escaped me, to be honest with you. Remember when they beat Brighton 4-0 at home? Yeah. That was on the 30th of January. This is how many goals have conceded per game since then in all comps. Four, three, two, four, six. Bloody hell. Absolutely outrageous. That has escaped me as well. To be fair, that's uh, <laughs> it's, that's, that's it's pretty crazy. And uh, and five <laughs> of the six, five of six, sorry, um, last Aston Villa games have been both teams to score. You know they've conceded two to Forest, three to Chelsea, uh, two to Man United. Uh, they put five past Sheffield. That there's a lot of goals going on here. Uh, Luton on a big slide at the moment. I expect an improvement in performance. For Villa to go there, get the win, but also concede. Okay, absolutely. Um, that's just, you can always just bet build that up, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corners, Villa make, to win, both teams to score, juicy. Make a Tom sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's move into Sunday then. Anything you fancy in Burnley, Bournemouth, or shall we go to the Manchester derby and touch on that? I mean, Bournemouth are in horrendous form at the moment. But I'm honestly pretty interested in backing them. Uh, we've got a team in Burnley that haven't won in nine. We've got a team in Bournemouth that haven't won in six. Uh, but Burnley's home record this season, 1-1, drew two, lost ten. Uh, Bournemouth away from home. You know, recently it's not been great, for sure, because I've obviously just read out some pretty grueling statistics. But a draw away at Newcastle, I think, is a good result. A loss away at Fulham, you know, those kind of games against other mid-table teams, it can go either way. That's why they're in mid-table. Sometimes they win, sometimes they draw, sometimes they lose. Uh, 
Um, away from home, a draw against West Ham. That's aging not well, but I think that's quite okay. Uh, beat QPR away in the cup, took the lead in a loss uh, against Tottenham. Like, I, I do think there's something to go off here. And, uh, yeah, for me, Burnley are just absolutely a sinking ship at the moment. On aggregate, the uh, scores over the last two games that they've had have been 8-0 losses. Um, so, yeah, for me, Bournemouth at a shade under evens at 1.95. I'll back pretty much anyone against Burnley. Cool. Uh, and then we've got City against United. City short, 1.25, as you'd expect. That is, is insane. Um, Manchester United, though, I, I don't think they're going to win particularly, but they're 11.0, 10-1 to 1 for Man U to go away and win. And we've seen them at big odds in recent years beat Manchester City. And by all means, there's form and stats says they won't win this game. But yeah, they're, they're a massive price. I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, I will be having a tickle on United at that price. Regular listeners to the show will know that I think anything is backing at a certain price, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, you gave, you give me, Tom, your men's team that you play for, your little, yeah. uh, well, that was quite patronising, but your, your <laughs> Thursday night team that you play for, if yeah. you gave me an acceptable price away at the Etihad, I'd back it. Maybe I'd only back it with a quid or 50p or whatever. But I think everything is worth backing in context. And yeah, Man U have a lot of injuries at the back, which is not going to help. The fact there's no Hoyland, that's not going to help either. And those days where Man United used to go to uh, Man City and get a win, I mean, that's not happened since 2021. So it feels like it's a lot more common than it is. And mm. the last kind of three results at the Etihad have been a 2-1 for Man City, a 6-3 for Man City, and a 4-1 for Man City. So we are definitely backing an outsider in United. Yeah, big time. But yeah, the odds given what, about a 9% chance of winning, I think. So um, yeah, could I, could I see them winning more than the 1-11? in 11? Yeah. Probably like, yeah. again, I'm not putting any massive stakes on it or, you know, banking on it for the weekend or anything like that. But I'll, I'll definitely be backing them to some degree just because of the price. Uh, we'll quickly move into Monday then. Sheffield United at home to Arsenal. Arsenal flipping at 1.14 <laughs> and they're away. Imagine if this is at the Emirates. What price would be the, would they be then if they're one point one four away from home? I dread to think what they'd be at home. Mm. <laughs> Heck, agreed. Uh, yeah, no bet here for me, but thoroughly expect Arsenal to win that game. Uh, right, let's move into the championship then, shall we? Get us kicked off with something you like in El Champo. So the fir first thing I want to say is I re literally noticed this two minutes before we went on air. So we've got four favourites out of 12 that are below even money this weekend. Every other favourite 
is above even money. And I think that just goes to show you what a wild league mm -hmm. this is at the moment. And that kind of anyone can be anyone and all that good stuff. I feel like we've got some teams at the top that are clearly head and shoulders above the other teams. And then everyone else, it's just a complete and utter kind of guessing game, I feel yeah. like. Um, we'll knock off a uh, pretty straightforward one here. I, I'm going to back Leeds. Uh, they obviously played in midweek. Huddersfield, their opponents and the home team, uh, they did not play in midweek. But Leeds did away at Chelsea, put up a good fight, actually. I uh, I thought they might be able to, to get a win there. Uh, ended up losing 3-2 uh, after taking the lead as well. They've just been relentless, haven't they? Um, I picked them to win the league at the start of the season. Thought that was dead, to be honest with you. But now it's six points to Leicester. Uh, and Leeds have the best record over the last eight championship games by a whopping seven points. Uh, they've got 24 points from eight. Uh, second is uh, on 17 points, Ipswich, Norwich and Preston. So I'm not going to be put off by Leeds. They're 1.57. So it's very, very, very short. Okay. Yep. The uh, second standout for me is Norwich at home to Sunderland this weekend. Norwich are priced at 1.85 for the victory. Probably one of the most informed home teams in the championship, aside from the couple of those top sides that you're talking about. Uh, they've won seven of their last nine home games in the league. Uh, generally playing very well, scoring plenty of goals. Uh, we've seen that with the most recent two games where they scored four past Cardiff and four past Watford. Uh, also knocking off decent sides as well, like West Brom uh, and Coventry at home too in recent months. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, they face a Sunderland side at home this week who are really in a bad patch at the moment. They've already sacked McBeal, sticking with a caretaker manager till the end of the season. Um, he's lost three in a row. Away from home, they've only had one win since the 29th of September. So I'm just adding up the games now. That's 12 games, uh, one win in 12 games away from home in the championship for Sunderland. So they're very poor travellers as it is. Uh, you can see why Norwich are one of the odds-on sides this weekend in the championship. Yes, you can. Uh, Plymouth have traditionally, well, I say traditionally, maybe over the last two and a bit seasons. So I'm not sure that spans a tradition. Probably one for the football cliches pod to clear up. Uh, <laughs> Ipswich, anyway, are coming to town. And Plymouth have gone four games in a row um, at home without winning. And, you know, they did win their last game out. A surprise win, I would say, away at Middlesbrough. Uh, but Plymouth have, you know, not been at their best this season. And, it's looking like they'll stay up. They are five points clear, so they can't guarantee anything right now. Uh, but this game against Ipswich is going to be pretty tough. Ipswich level on points with Leeds. They'll know that Leeds have, on paper, an easier game against Huddersfield. So, you know, the margin for error at the top of the champ is so small. Ipswich 1.65. I mean, that is bloody tight. But mm. I do understand Ipswich, the second best away record. In the division, 32 points yielded from 17 matches. Uh, I think we got to back them. That wobble that they had 
seems to be behind them and they seem to be back to their best. Four wins in a row now. Yep. Okay. Um, no more in the champ for me. Uh, is there any more that you want to touch on? No, I mean, we are getting to the point where, you know, I'm looking at Stoke Middlesbrough and I'm, <laughs> I think I'm better off tossing a coin. You, you know what I mean? Can you? There's, there's so many games like that. And uh, yeah, I'd rather not bulk out the pod with, with guesses. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now let's tr- jump out of the frying pan and into the fire of League <laughs> One because this league is not much better at all than the championship from a betting perspective, to be honest. Uh, just a couple of teams here that I like the look of, so I don't know if you've got any more than that. But um, I'll get us kicked off with Derby, who are a short price. They're 1.4. They're at home to Port Vale, so we won't spend too long on this one. Um, this is a Derby side who they have lost the last two games in the championship to Barnsley and Charlton. So that is concerning, but generally they've been very good at Pride Park. Um, in the last 10 games at home in the league, they've won six, drawn two, lost two. So generally pretty reliable at home. Um, and they play a Port Vale side who haven't won in 10 consecutive games. No clean sheets in 10 either. Darren Moore's come in, not have the desired effect, really. They're still continuing to lose games and not pick up the wins that they need. Uh, away from home, they're not they're not particularly good travellers either. They've lost four on the bounce, um, including to teams struggling for relegation. So Reading, they've lost two. Cheltenham, they've lost two. Fleetwood, they've lost two. That's all in February. Uh, and Carlisle, they've lost two away in January. So if you're losing away to your fellow relegation battling teams away from home. Uh, I don't hold too much hope against promotion chasing Derby away from home. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I'm going to stick with the promotion battle and I'm going to look at Portsmouth. Uh, They are top of the league still. Um, I didn't realise how big their gap was, to be honest with you. Mm. Uh, Still Yeah. Like, I feel like they had quite a bit of a wobble and maybe just you know they had too much of a lead already um but yeah john massino against the team that he used to coach be on the coaching staff of i suppose uh in oxford and since des buckingham has come in there has been a drop off i know oxford fans worship this guy he's one of their own and all that good stuff and He's a young, bright manager and came from India and had a cool track record. But the fact of the matter is that there has been a drop-off. They're down to seventh, which still represents a fantastic uh, position to be in for Oxford, especially at this stage of the season. Playoffs and promotion is, is definitely there for them. But, you know, it's just one win in their last six games going against... You know, a Portsmouth team, their record this season, 11 wins, four draws, two defeats um, at home. It is the best home record in the division. It's the same points yielded as Blackpool, but they've played a game less, uh, 17 points there. And, uh, yeah, for me, you know, Oxford are capable on their day, but I think Portsmouth at 1.72 represents good value considering the uh the gap between these teams at the moment okay um one more for me then Leighton orient to win at home to bristol rovers i don't have the stats but surely Leighton orient must be 
in this calendar year, one of the best, if not the best, performing team in League One. Let so me they- let me interrupt. Those those of you that follow us on Twitter, uh, T underscore FB podcast, will see I reposted or retweeted something from our friends at Playmaker Stats. In the oh, yeah. top four tiers of English football, they have yielded the second amount, most amount of points. Um, no. Yeah, so I've absolutely butchered the delivery on that, but <laughs> I'll, I'll read you. I'll read you the the top team. So we got Newport and Derby in sixth on twenty, Barnsley on twenty one, Crew and Portsmouth on twenty three. Leighton Orient on 25 and Leeds on 27. So, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, most points won in 2024. Well, there we go. Thank you very much. Saying that helpful. So mm. they are the best performing team in League One this calendar year. Um, 11 games they played in League One. They've won eight of them. And it's not just the fact that they're winning. It's the teams that they're winning. So this year they've beaten Blackpool. They've beaten Oxford. They've beaten... Uh, Bolton, they've beaten Portsmouth. So these are teams right up the top of the league that they have all beaten in the last two months. So they're a team on fantastic form. They're now just five points outside the playoffs. They've given themselves every chance of getting in them. Um, and they host Bristol Rovers this weekend. And I'm just back in Leighton Orient to continue their strong run of form because Bristol Rovers are very, very hit and miss. Um they're literally a, a win one, lose a couple, win one, lose a couple team. So, yeah, they beat Carlisle last weekend. They, prior to that, lost to Northampton. They lost to Burton. They've lost to Fleetwood. That's all in February. So, yeah, this this inform Leighton Orient side can add another uh, win to that tally and uh, extend their, their second place in this little table we had just read out. <laughs> I'm sure that's up on the uh, dressing room wall. Yeah. In there. <laughs> gotta be. It's gotta be. And if um, it's not on there. Again, kind of similar to the champ, you know, I kind of like the look of Reading away at Carlisle. Do I want to back it? Not really. Mm. I kind of like the look of Bolton at home. They're too short for me. They're not playing great against Cambridge. I don't know if you've got. I like the look of Wickham right now, but they're playing Barnsley, who are also in that league that you uh, that you read mm-hmm. out. I'm just not sure there's much more for me. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So let's, let's go into League Two, shall we? Mm. And pick through what we've got there. Um, I know we have said for a long time that Bradford are on the dartboard. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to stop. Um, uh, I really contemplated whether we do this or not. But um, they're playing Notts County, and this is more anti-Notts County than pro-Bradford, because Notts County are so bad right now. They're 14th. They've really fell off a cliff since Luke Williams left (laughs) to go to Swansea, haven't they? They've lost five of the last six games, um, won one of the last nine that came away at Newport. They're conceding lots of goals every week across those nine games that I've just, just spoke about. Uh, they've conceded four twice. They've conceded five. They've conceded three twice. So they're really, really struggling defensively, um, epitomised by their midweek performance where they lost 4-3 to bottom of the league Sutton at, at home. 
So if you concede in four at home to bottom of the league, you know, it's it's real alarm bells. We took advantage last weekend. They were at home to Crew. We we read it out on the pod. Crew were a massive. I think they were nearly three to one to win away at Notts County. Absolutely printing money. It's a gift of a price, um, considering this poor form that County are in. So I'm looking at Bradford. They've won three in a row in the league. They've beaten MK Dons to nil. They've beaten Wrexham to nil. Uh, and they've beaten Sutton to nil, who just put four past Notts County. So they're 1.75, so they're a touch shorter than I'd probably like. But I know they're on the dartboard, but it's, oh, come on. It's it's tempting this week. No, you come on. I mean, I know it is tempting, but bloody, I've been down this path way too many times with Bradford. <laughs> I can't do it again. But if you want to, then <laughs> all the power to you. I'm more interested in backing crew. Uh, they're not as good of a price, of course. Uh, they're 1.9. Um, they're playing against Morecambe. Morecambe 3.8. You know, not a shabby team at all. Up in 11th, which... Not to be patronised at. It's brilliant. Like they've had a fantastic season. They have lost three. Uh, sorry, they haven't won in their last three, losing one of those. Uh, crew were in that league table, Tom, that you just mentioned, which was great. Um, they haven't lost in their last five games, and in terms of their kind of their, you know, I think we everyone was expecting. Stockport, Wrexham, Notts County, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, at the start of the season. And and crew, uh, Mansfield maybe as well, but we, we've been down this road in Mansfield before. Um, they've got the second best record over the last eight, 17 points yielded from eight games. It's Newport that have the best record, FYI. And yeah, Morecambe, you know, a, a very middle pack team. When I look at all their metrics, where they are in the league, how they've been doing over the last eight, you know, their home form, their away form, their, their goals for, their goals against, their ex- everything just points to them being mid-table. And, and what that means is sometimes they're good and sometimes they're bad. And maybe they have a good day and they can go there and, and beat Crew, of course. But, you know, I think Crew should have enough and they're priced very tantalisingly at 1.9. Cool. Yeah, completely agree. Um uh... I'm not wanting to shortchange everybody, but do you have any more? <laughs> uh, not massively. Not massively. I, again, I, I don't want to just fill the pod for filling the pod. Yeah. Um, Wrexham was somebody that I did toy with. Uh, they are wobbling a little bit, but their home form is so good. 12 mm. wins, two draws, two defeats. Just yeah. wish they weren't priced at 1.53 against Aki Stanley, to be honest. Yeah, I was even toying with MK Dons away at AFC Wimbledon, that that big derby. Um, 2.6 for MK Dons. I've been kind of been sucked in by that price because Wimbledon aren't on great form. But Do you know what? Honestly, this is ridiculous. And you should never bet with emotions. But I don't know what's wrong with me, but I, I cannot back MK Dons against Wimbledon just because because I hate MK yeah. on so much. Okay, well, let's um, move into uh, the bomb-proof trouble then, shall we, for this week? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Tom, you you said you wanted to, obviously you were flying solo. 
uh, and you want to do a quick recap of last week. So I'll let you do that, and then I'll read out the uh, the new treble. Anyone who has joined us for the first time, this is where we will put all of our research, knowledge, insight, whatever you want to call it, into a treble that we'll be back in. We'll be back in it with stakes that we can afford to lose. Uh, there's no shame in backing anything uh, with a small stake if that's what you can afford to lose. And, uh, you know, that's how you stay within your limits. Uh, we do really encourage responsible gambling. And, and please make sure you do your own research and don't just back what we say blind. Yep. Um, so last week's travel hit the bar, um, mm. two out of three correct. So we had uh, Ipswich who won for us. We had uh, Crew on the double chance, as I mentioned, away at Notts County. That won for us. And it was Manchester United who let the travel down. They lost at home to Fulham. Uh, so, yeah, they cost the travel, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, we're, we're hoping to go uh, back to winning ways this week. Uh, it's priced at 5.96, this one. Uh, we're back in three home teams. Uh, two of which, Tom, are on the uh, on the precious list that all of a sudden has become gospel. Um, we've got Norwich against Sunderland. Obviously, neither of those are on there. We're back in the Canaries at home. Uh, we're also backing Leighton Orient. They are on the list against Bristol Rovers. And we're back in Crew Alex at home against Morecambe. Again, that is priced at 5.96. Although, remember, with Quiff, it can be boosted to something, you know, 10.2, 20.2, 40.8. Uh, that's the whole kind of USP of, of betting with Quiff. So please make sure you check them out if you want to add a little extra excitement to your uh, weekend bets. Yep, absolutely. Um, if you have enjoyed the pod, we'd really appreciate it if you would follow us on social media. Uh, T underscore FB podcast is the place to interact with us there uh, and get involved in all sorts of football discussion and join the little community that we've got there. Uh, we love it when you send us in the bets that you got on for the weekend and um, any thoughts that you've had on, on our tips as well and any winners you get across the weekend. We love to see them. Uh, and of course, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcast, if, if it's Apple, uh, Spotify, Amazon, wherever else podcasts live these days, uh, we'd really appreciate that one. Yes, absolutely. And uh, yeah, T underscore FB podcast, again, the place to be. Uh, really trying to grow that audience. Um, content wasn't flying for a little bit as I was preoccupied, but I'm back now and uh, yeah, really looking forward to to putting up some really good stuff on there. So give us a follow if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, well, that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you for joining us. Hope you get some winners this weekend. And hopefully this has been useful to inform your accumulators. And we'll see you again same time next week. <laughs>